Hello and welcome to another episode of Visitors of Renob, an offshoot, one-off podcast variant thing of the Legion of Renob, our Dungeons & Dragons podcast. I am your regular Dungeon Master Clark, but we have a very special guest today uh, by the name of James. James, where are you from? What's, what's going on, man? Uh, I'm James, and I'm from California. Sunny, sunny California. Wonderful. And uh, the podcast that you're representing today, our very first podcast guest, is... Oh, right. I'm plugging myself. I forgot about that. I DM the Sometimes Heroes podcast, which is pretty good. You should come listen to it. (laughs) That sounds... That's a solid name. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good plug. So uh, I'm going to get started here. Uh, these are one-offs that are separate from our main story that we can sort of go on side adventures. Um, the location... <laughs> Stop it. Uh, the location is the uh, Royal Jelly Courier Service in Therum. The goobs are a bunch of basically bounty hunters slash couriers who do odd jobs for money. Normally, I would be sending them off on a job, but we're going to do a little bit of bookkeeping before that. Before we do that, however, let's get two introductions done. Winston and Tony. Winston, why don't you start? Alright, I'm Winston. I'm playing Benson Boom Boom Boulderbreaker, a dwarven cleric who has 30 families who he loves dearly but keeps them separate. Uh, He's an explosive expert, and because he kept blowing off his fingers, he became a doctor, so he's also the... Uh, local healer for the group. <laughs> <laughs> Tony! I am Tony, playing Maximilius Dragoon, dragonborn bard. Uh, he sees himself as <laughs> the uh, civilized, and he sees just about everyone else, including his own folk, as uncivilized. He <laughs> is what you would call dumb money, and he is doing this as a worldly travel through Europe backpacking type of rich boy activity. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> yes. So, Maximilius and Boom Boom, you are joined by two people in the main offices of the Royal Jelly Courier Service. This yellow and black bumblebee-themed offices. Sitting in front of you is your boss, your immediate superior, a 3.9-foot-tall noble woman by the name of Petals Tripnich. Also joining him in the room is is Bobby? Why don't you please explain your character? Hi, uh, my my uh, my character's name is uh, Prad Bit. Uh, <laughs> he is a monk. He is a fighter. He fights in a club. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Does he fight with a club? Uh, he's fought zombies before. Mountains of them, actually. Um, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Now, Bobby, I know you didn't plan this, but this sounds a lot like Brad Pitt from Fight Club. No, no, and no. And War Z. I don't know where I got that from. Oh. Yeah, you need to do um, three references he... before it's a deep cut, so uh, I'm expecting Yeah, he... Um, Where's the third one? Did uh, his wife he... get decapitated? He likes dags. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, that's, uh... What's that? What's that fucking movie called? West Side Story, you're right. right. Um, okay, so... He's shirtless, right? Always. Okay. So, uh, in... <laughs> Uh, somewhat unusually, your normal boon companions, Flappy and... <laughs> shit. Uh, shoot. Shoot. 
<laughs> you almost <laughs> said it inadvertently. <laughs> I'm sorry, we haven't done this in so long. Flappy and Shoot are missing, uh, missing from action. You're not always together, but on the job, you're usually with this crew. Uh, instead, in their place is this six-foot-tall, angry, muscly, shirtless man in handcuffs. And uh, Petals, Petals is like, oh, oh boy. Uh, hi, guys, welcome back. Um, so, here, here's what's happening. Uh, Shoot decided to go back to the woods for a little bit to, uh... I don't remember what he said exactly, but it sounded very terrifying. And uh, Flappy is on suspension after what he did out that last there mission, and we won't talk about that. (laughs) So many cream pie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But in in their stead, I I hope you'll welcome this uh, new character. Uh, His name is Prad. Prad, introduce yourself. Good <laughs> oh, luck keeping that one up. <laughs> uh, boss, is this a person or some kind of rock that was turned into a human form? I think it's a dwarf. He's so cut. <laughs> like a diamond. Um, Prad's with us for a little bit while he gets his uh, community service hours in after what happened with the uh, with some sort of club. Don't bring it up. <laughs> Rule number one. <laughs> um, and uh, today is not the best day for this because it's a pretty stressful day because uh, uh, our, uh, our my, my my superiors are coming in to uh, uh, do a uh, what's the word I'm looking for some uh, Audit. auditing. <laughs> Woo! There is an awful lot of riffraff around here. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Uh, Prad, please be on your best behavior, and (laughs) James, please take it from here. So you are all inside this office, standing with your newfound and uh, thuggish-looking new friend, (laughs) and outside the rain is coming down lightly, and as Petals looks nervously through the slats, you see a cart pull up in front of the office, the yellow and black office. The covered cart, two men step off of it. One is very tall and lanky, the other one short and squat. They look to each other, exchange some words. Looks like the place, number one. It does indeed, number two. They step into the building and look to look for a receptionist. Is there anyone around? Uh, there is a furbolg. Uh, Manic the desk. He is the HR representative. You can go ahead and do his voice if you want. <laughs> He's a hippie. And secretary? Yeah. They're, they're a, <laughs> a little, under a little bit thunderstaffed right now. Did you say thunderstaffed? That's <laughs> yeah. the kind of fun culture we have around here. <laughs> go ahead, uh, James. The pair looks to the furblog, and the number one says, Take us to the manager. And number two says, we have an appointment. And moments later, you are all standing in the office, but unfortunately number one and number two are standing behind Petal's desk, unboxing a large crystal ball with many arcane attachments and fiddling with them. Shortly afterwards, through static and a couple of loud pops, the crystal ball becomes clear and there's five shadowy figures behind what you assume is a desk. 
it is the board of directors. Yeah, no, uh, Petals is now in front of the desk, and uh, she's sweating bullets. Oh no, corporate! <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Hello, can you hear us? Uh, yes, yes, we can hear you just fine. <laughs> Good. Uh, uh, yes. Everyone here is a member of the Royal Jelly Bounty and Courier Service. Or has signed our confidentiality agreement. <laughs> I think so. Shoot Dugton, but he's not here right now. And just pass the harassment exam. Harassment. Goddamn That was my initiative. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good. Great, great idea. Yeah. Of course it was. Uh, good, good, good. I'll have you know that this is not to be spoken of to anyone outside the company. Granted, I want you all to be calm and collected. This is not an audit of your branch specifically. I'm calm! But... <laughs> do, I, do I sound calm? <laughs> Very calm. I appreciate your demeanor. Anyway, in one month's time, the once-in-a-millennia celestial audit from the Divine Plane of Order will take place. <laughs> the natural world will be categorized. <laughs> the natural world will be categorized, and frankly, our investors are worried that our company will be cataloged as evil for the next thousand years. <laughs> oh, no! I don't consider us evil, more chaotic neutral. Ugh. <laughs> 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 This is not a reflection of your, your character so much as uh, because of the great deal of undelivered goods that still reside in our warehouses. Now, now, this is mostly due to evil dictators, dark cults, and mad artificers being killed and or destroyed by adventurers before we can make good on deliveries of the uh, crucial MacGuffin that they need. <laughs> <laughs> I like that language. <clears throat> We're going to need you to... Take this card outside. This is, we're speaking to branch manager Tripnich. Yes. I'm going to need you to take this card outside to the nearest Hellmouth and throw in all the contents, as none of it can be destroyed by no mortal means. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll do it. You guys, you guys ready to do it? Oh boy. Let's dump it on Dragos Island. <laughs> yeah, like they get, need to get more mutated. <laughs> True. <laughs> of all these items, unfortunately, they need to leave the mortal coil, if at all possible. And the only exit within range within a month's travel is this Hellmouth within the... Uh, you can see them looking at some paperwork. I believe the closest Hellmouth is in the center of the plains of innumerable inconveniences. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay. Now, I want you to know, no one can know what you are carrying. There is some currency with number one and number two itemized for social lubrication. <laughs> Keep receipts! <laughs> Oh yeah, we're always very uh, fast, tedious here. I I'll bring a pen. <laughs> of course, we know because your books are always in the black, and that in mind, we're going to need you to take your account books and throw them in as well. Oh no! 
<laughs> well, he's gonna cook the books. <laughs> As Petals grabs her uh, her accounting book, you can see it is the accountant's cookbook, <laughs> and has some blood dripping quills hanging from the end. As it would. <laughs> yes, unfortunately, that comes to life at midnight <laughs> and drinks blood from the innocent. Sounds like my ex-wife. <laughs> I don't have an ex-wife. I love them all equally. <laughs> Current wives, am I right? I I wouldn't know. Very good. And just so you're motivated. No, no, don't scare them. It's only if we don't be, aren't able to complete this, we're going to need to send everybody to remediation. Number one and number two have the pamphlets. And we have another meeting to get to, so... Good luck. And the crystal ball turns opaque again. I rub the orb. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, you must at this point notice something a little bit unusual. Uh, I will be playing this campaign as Petals Tripnich, your branch manager. Uh, she is a 39-year-old middle-aged, getting dangerously close to middle-aged, uh, Nomen Rogue wearing a yellow-orange tailcoat and black-studded leather armor under it. And she looks nervously at y'all and is like, um, well, uh, I guess we know where we're going. I didn't expect to be out in the field, but they asked for it, so, uh, what do you guys normally do at this point? What you tell us. Oh, no! (laughs) (laughs) So we have a bag of money? Before you were able to skedaddle out the door both number one and number two look at you guys number two hands out pamphlets on the front you can see a paladin of palor and a tiefling in a tux shaking hands (laughs) (laughs) it says words not acts speaking lawful good for fun and profit (laughs) oh god He says to you, this is what awaits you if you fail. Thank God Flappy's on suspension. (laughs) (laughs) They hand over a bag of gold to be used as social lubrication. Lubrication. (laughs) (laughs) And a map to the plane of innumerable inconveniences. Okay. Is there anything you guys want to do before our immediate and eventual deaths? Let us go to there. <laughs> uh, we do that. I want to uh, read both the pamphlet and the map. <laughs> as well as look over the cart a little bit. Maybe not peeking into things, but at least just looking at it. Inside the cart are numerous small crates that seem to ooze black smoke mostly. <laughs> the cart is covered the uh, casual observer observer would not notice, but you can tell that it's everything is just oozing something. <laughs> it's very unpleasant. What is the secret of this ooze? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You can see. Do you want to open any of the boxes? Uh, I wouldn't. I I also would advise against it. My hands are a little cuffed on this one. <laughs> 
Are you still cuffed? Yeah, he's still cuffed. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Dragoon. Uh, not here. <laughs> Probably a good idea. Along with the cart, you've been given a uh, draft horse that is able to pull it along and directions. When you look on the map of where the planes of innumerable inconveniences exist, that looks like a little yin-yang in the middle of just some farm country. Okay, let's do the adventure. Right. How much, mon- how so, much money did we get, by the way, to for the social lubrication? How lubricated are we? <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty well lubricated. You've never seen this much money allocated to social lubrication before. And as you are traveling, <laughs> the you end up using most of it to avoid border inspections and the like. Because you don't want anybody looking in here. It looks very suspicious. Oh boy. But at some point, you come upon the barrier, the demarcation of the edge of the pla- these planes. There is just a bunch of signs saying with skulls and saying do not cross danger just seemingly in the middle of a field unfortunately i only speak common and dwarven not skull (laughs) no image no idea what that could mean (laughs) object permanent (laughs) oh boy but so far as you can tell the grass is the same on both sides the road just sort of stops right at the edge. Would we be able to take the wagon through the grass? Boom, boom. I mm-hmm. thought I saw one of your kids over there. Were you, um... My boy! My boy or girl! Oh, he's, he's waiting for you to run up and hug him. Why don't you, uh... <laughs> you know... <laughs> cross that line. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> I swear I saw him over there. I don't know what you know. <laughs> my father would have certainly hugged me. <laughs> I don't well, want my kids know. to turn out like you, though. <laughs> like he always did. You know. I'm going to throw a stick of dynamite across the line. I'm lit or lit. I'm, I'm gonna light it. <laughs> I feel like that's implied. Who throws an unlit stick? So you throw a lit stick of dynamite. It flies into the field, and it burns down to the point where it should have blown up, and then doesn't blow up. Huh. No one walked past that <laughs> or near it. I don't know. It seems a little explosion proof to me. That sounds safer than anything. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Does anyone want to perhaps roll a history check on this place? Sure. Yeah. Uh, let's let Dragoon do it. <laughs> Assuming I'm good at this, I might be awful. Uh, history, you say? Anyone who is proficient in okay, history. I think roll. I am. Yeah, Ooh, bad news. I got a 10. <laughs> he knows. Uh, this place is real bad. <laughs> <laughs> You're not sure why, but you've heard a lot of like. You know, I've heard the property uh, values very... here are not that great. Um, <laughs> Indeed. Maybe we should. Uh, we have all this money. We could just hire some dwarves, perhaps. <laughs> or invest it in property. <laughs> we uh, could buy out this whole neighborhood, <laughs> gentrify it, <laughs> skyrocket the values. <laughs> 
my god, why are you not on the team every day? Uh, James, I got a 17. This man is a genius. (laughs) I got a 17 for my history. Oh, okay, that's what (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know that there was a Hellmouth here way back in the day. And to counteract its effects on the countryside, some Asimar came and opened a portal to a divine good plane nearby counteracting its effects but only halfway so it has come to a a place come to be a place where there is just unreasonable luck in every direction Mm. things that happen aren't necessarily evil they are just really unlikely Mm, that's interesting i like that shit do you tell this I, to everyone? I want to do every skill check first. Let's <laughs> <laughs> we'll start with acrobatics. We're going down. Um, do a handstand. In I'm the- only, before I tell them. I'm going to say, guys, I just remembered something. And using my stout dwarven body, that's really out of shape and stuff. I'm going to try and do a backflip, <laughs> like across the plane. Do you step into the yes, region? Please. You immolate. <laughs> It'd be Die. worth it for a hilarious joke like that, though. <laughs> okay, pow- roll an acrobatics. The power king on your back. With advantage. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> the stout dwarf Boom Boom does a uh, backflip right over the border. It looks like he is about to face plant when the ground suddenly sinks about three feet into a sinkhole and he lands on his feet. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> then I tell them about the luck. You could, your nose peeks over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So, wait, you haven't told us this yet. I you just did that really impressive thing randomly? That's right, I can control the earth here. Fear the dwarves! <laughs> he is a geomancer. Um, <laughs> it's lucky. We should build a casino. No, we should not build a casino here. Why don't we build a casino <laughs> right out of this area? And then we put all the signs for the casino advertising that it's in the area. Oh. Ugh. That's something to do next campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Our, uh, All right, economy uh, management. <laughs> as fun as it is to try and break the system, let's try and get this job done so we're not sent to uh, hell camp without where all the bad kids go. Indeed. I want you guys to understand right now, this is going to be a skills challenge, which you are traveling through an area where the least likely thing will happen. Birds may fall from the sky, much like spears, just because. Wouldn't it be less likely for birds may... to come out of the ground? <laughs> yes, birds may fly up from the ground. Don't give my ideas. The bottom of your feet with their beaks. Moles fall from the sky. <laughs> Somebody give me a math Indeed. test. <laughs> <laughs> but I am going to need. Okay, so the way this is going to work is I need each of you to come up with a improbable challenge that. Uh, comes to face you and you need to get by. Something that could possibly harm you. And then a solution which your character uh, proposes to such. And then we're going to roll an appropriate skill. So we come up with the obstacles? Indeed. Mm. So we're all the DMs today. (laughs) It's just because I'm lazy. (laughs) Mountain of zombies. (laughs) (laughs) 
My solution? I give myself cancer. <laughs> what? Hey, that's true. That's how they... I, apparently this, this table has not seen World War Z. No. Indeed. I have seen it. That's good. <laughs> Book was better, but movie was. Yeah, it's a shame good. they changed so much. <laughs> Indeed. Last so, session. <laughs> all the other ones he's just in a. I don't know how the table looks over there, but let's go from uh, left to right, from uh, Senior Clark. Okay, you. Um, ah, shit. A bunch of Medusas turned themselves to stone. <laughs> Wait a minute. The party comes across a circle of stone Medusas. <laughs> Well, Guys, that was we, easy. They are all staring at each Guys, other. Guys, we did it. You... <laughs> oh, God. Unfortunately, even though they are stone, they can still turn you to stone, and they are facing every direction now. <laughs> oh, boy. Is it April yet? Because everyone's stone. Is it April? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. Our, our. Um, I'm going to... Don't laugh at that, James! <laughs> it doesn't even deserve a fake laugh. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to roll my powder keg down there with Wait. two fuses. Is it... Okay, good idea. And set off both and try and blow up all the statues. I want to do, like, a lumberjack run on the barrels. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do only have one barrel. I'm gonna do it anyway. So okay. I need. To... We're doing one skill check right now. So uh, I'm Winston. If you're like Winston, can you, Winston, can you uh, roll me either an an arcana or a religion? Because that's what that sounds oh, like. Oh lord. <laughs> How about a, neither of those? Are Nat you, twenty. Uh, <laughs> yeah, are, are you a cleric? <laughs> I am a cleric. I'm, He's not a very good one. It's, it's very weird, actually. Yeah, so All that right. was a nat 20. So, who, is, who was Lumberjack rolling down there? That was me. Dragoon. The bard. The bar. Okay, so as a dragonborn runs backwards on the barrel as it rolls down the hill, he trips and falls off, breathing some acid? Uh, frost damage, actually. <laughs> Cold damage. That's the opposite Frost damage. White. Frost damage. Putting out both of the fuses. The barrel rolls to the exact center of the uh, pile of medusas. The sort of uh, Stonehenge of medusas. <laughs> <laughs> and then is struck by lightning. <laughs> and destroys them all. <laughs> oh boy guys we beat the puzzle <laughs> <laughs> alright whoever is whoever is sitting right of Ooh, Bobby. we got my little brother Bobby <laughs> Bobby do your thing Tarask hmm. <laughs> um a Tarask erupts from the ground. <laughs> around. That was Winston saying that. No. But my flawless oh, Bobby sorry. impression. Got I'm, I'm having a lot of you, trouble identifying this. Fight, we, sorry, we, we help stop making to jokes. Winston then go to All Bobby. All white people the same anyway. All white people sound the same? <laughs> Pretty much. That's true. My name's Whitey. Uh, Why'd you say the name? Okay, so Winston said a Tarask. 
I didn't. That was a joke. <laughs> it's, it's too late. I wouldn't use up my great turn on that. That joke was canon. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the Tarrasque. Why right. not? Is that Bobby? Yeah, that's Bobby. <laughs> he couldn't Marvelous. think of anything besides about the zombies. Uh, I was going to say dragon, but this is okay. Tarrasque is okay. <laughs> so, how is how does a Prad bit deal with this Tarrasque as it erupts almost exactly in front of you guys? Punch him once. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab him by his closest limb and do a Donkey Kong spin around and throw him into the air. <laughs> You're going Bowser! Bowser, I'm sorry, Bowser. So long, Bowser. So you're gonna grab him by the tail and spin around yes. in a giant circle with this 20, 50 feet foot tall monstrosity. You Unlikely. Oh, boy. Perfect. Roll in athletics. I got a seven. Dead. You see Pradbit run up to the tail of this Tarrasque that has just erupted from the ground, and it is facing away from you. Mr. Prad just grabs the tail at the narrowest tip where he can barely reach his arms around and is just pulling on it as hard as he can. The Tarrasque farts. Oh, no! And, and the party, including the entire uh, cart and everything like that, is blown hundreds of feet away out of the Tarrasque's rampaging direction. You are all okay, except Pradbit takes seven poison damage. <laughs> he had a good run. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's next? That would be me. Um, I'm going to say we encounter a ogre that challenges us to a drinking contest. <laughs> like in the middle of nowhere. You see yeah, it. it's just him, <laughs> a table, and a bunch of mugs. <laughs> <laughs> and... A raging nether portal opens, and you see raging. a confused ogre appear with half a table in front of him, and like two kegs behind him. He looks up at you and says in broken common, This must be the end. I must win this drinking contest to get into heaven. Ogre heaven. <laughs> so we can drink. One of you must challenge me. You know what? God beasts. Tiny god beasts. You know what? I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> she has had a long day it's been a day you know <laughs> I need to loosen up a little bit after that meeting with the branch manager sure why not um I uh I roll a con save okay. I'm gonna climb on top of the table so I'm face to face with this guy and I'm gonna naturally one <laughs> <laughs> The ogre's brew is poisonous to gnomes. Yeah. <laughs> Particularly to gnomes. <laughs> and after a short fight later, when the ogre realizes you are not in fact gods and tries to kill you, <laughs> you you wake up Petals Tripnich, who has just come out of a very short coma. <laughs> And has taken nine poison damage. <laughs> it's all right. You're going to be okay. I did have to amputate two of your fingers. Ah! Oh, they did. Oh, God, they have a headache. Ugh. 
That's the only thing he knows how to do. <laughs> it's only, not religion. It's the only thing he went into medicine for, so why would he learn a, a, extra stuff? <laughs> yeah, it's really unreasonable. <laughs> if he amputates enough fingers, he can count how much stuff he learned. <laughs> One, two, <laughs> Okay. All right. So you guys stand amongst the broken kegs and dead ogre <laughs> as you continue go- heading towards the center of this region. Who is next? Be me. I have a hangover. I'm going to say an enormous stampede of giant ducks. <laughs> Horse-sized ducks? A quaint giant. Yeah, we're talking like elephant A quaint elephant pond. <laughs> yes, a quaint pond of ducks appears in the distance. <laughs> oh boy. And as you are walking near it, a amulet falls from the sky, landing on one of the duck's necks, no, <laughs> enlarging it to elephant-sized. It pushes all the water out of the pond with its bulk and then becomes enraged <laughs> by this fact <laughs> that there is no more pond. Is this a prequel? How do you deal with this enraged elephant-sized duck? <laughs> No deal, Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> I say it's Dragoon's turn to come up with a solution. Let me see what I have. I have plus six animal handling. Yeah, but that's not fun. <laughs> I want to do something silly. What are ducks like? Bread? Does anybody have bread? bread? I have minor illusion. I was bred to be a fighter. <laughs> 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 I was into that one, actually. <laughs> Give him so much credit. Oh, man. I'm a sucker for puns. Sorry, guys. It's okay, you're good company. These pieces of garbage. I don't have bread. You want my revolution? I have that. Yeah, go for it. All right. I'll try to convince him. I'll just talk to him in life. I'll try to speak duck to him. I can speak with small beasts as a gnome. No, I'll just. Well, he's try a to big speak beast. Duck. It's true. You, you used okay, to be you're able gonna to speak duck. To him, okay, yes. Dragoon's gonna speak in the duck's common tongue, and I'm gonna illusion some bread. <laughs> <laughs> this is when I realize I can't actually quack. <laughs> All right, so I want an Arcana check from <laughs> Petals <laughs> to to see if you can help. <laughs> <laughs> Your friend <laughs> with phantom bread. I cannot. <laughs> How come you help your friend if you can't help yourself? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speak common the duck common tongue at disadvantage. Roll a persuasion. I mean an ab- animal handling probably. <laughs> Not bad. Animal handling an eleven. I got a five with that arcana. <laughs> Guys, remember when I yeah, got a so nat 20? This... <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> so how this goes down is Petals creates some phantom bread, which the duck immediately snaps at and realizes is not is non-existent, which just exponentially worsens the duck's mood <laughs> as its existential dread of now there's no pond and there's no bread. <laughs> Existential bread? Oh. Uh, nah. Existential bread. Hey! hey. <laughs> that was I good, actually. I know Bobby's puns funny and all mine suck. This is stupid. I quit. I thought it was okay. 
Remind me who was uh, trying to talk down the <laughs> dog. <laughs> he always talks down Dragoon. to people. Tony. So, Dragoon Maximilius yes. walks up to the duck, arms outspread, <laughs> attempts to make quacking sounds out of his toothed mm-hmm. mouth. Flapping his arm. <laughs> reptilian mouth, and the duck just picks him up in its mouth and thrashes him from side to side, <laughs> throwing him a fair distance before flying off into the distance oh, in short hops because of its massive bulk now, <laughs> no longer supported by its wings. I feel bad for whoever has to deal with that duck next. Yeah. I'm sure we'll never see it again. Maximilius, take eight bludgeoning damage. Alright, a, um, the Hindenburg, go. <laughs> the actual literal Hindenburg. <laughs> Why not? Oh, the fantasy humanity. <laughs> <laughs> the immersion. A artificer's airship appears above you in the distance. <laughs> and just, just unnaturally accelerates as hurricane force winds push it around and then bursts into flame as lightning strikes it right above you. You are you are now underneath a flaming bulk. <laughs> okay. Blow it out. Blow it out! Yes! I'm going blow it out! I'm going blow it out! I don't even know what that is. Uh, the blowing uh, roll. A constitution Tom. throw, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Con save. Do that. Okay. Let me tell you, this gnome is not great at that. <laughs> Oh, this gnome hasn't been great at anything. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been on the field a long time. Ooh, that's a good, a solid 11. <laughs> the, what you can only assume is named the Hindenburg, <laughs> crashes behind you as you all scatter out, petals frantically blowing over her shoulder, <laughs> only making the flame larger. Oh, no! <laughs> You all take three flame damage. <laughs> no, I no. tried, guys. What was I gonna do? Stab it? Well, I'm down. <laughs> of course. That can't no, be no. You only have 11 <laughs> I haven't even gotten hit yet. Okay. Alright. Let's go, Bobby. Alright. We're, we're below a bridge, and there's an animated iceberg on top who has had a miserable life. He's about to jump off the bridge to end his life. <laughs> On top of us. <laughs> Why you aren't using the bridge? No. <laughs> <laughs> We're just like we take a step back. As you guys attempt to ford the tiny two-foot-deep screen, there is a bridge above you, and you see forming on it is a giant icicle. That is dripping, and as you get closer, you can hear weeping noises. <laughs> I'm way fire up. As it loudly proclaims in, uh, what's the language elemental speak? Uh, Iceberg. Uh, primordial. Primordial. In, in primordial, oh you can hear just woeful noises. I'm not sure if anybody speaks that. I don't speak iceberg, no. Nope. I don't speak iceberg. I'm way fire up a sacred flame. <laughs> 
no, no, we gotta talk this iceberg down. None of us speak iceberg. <laughs> no, Dragoon can speak languages, right? Well, the thing is, I have common draconic, and then I literally forgot to put one. It says one of choice. Could could, could I don't know. Could, could you could speak ice? I'll, I'll say that blow it's your ice cannon now. So you you got yep. so lucky that you're out of game knowledge. <laughs> game, game this this is what I say. I say, hey, chill out. <laughs> <laughs> oh sweet lord! What if I say to you, why the long face, lizard man? Anyway, <laughs> roll a persuade. I to wasn't fast enough on my ice pun. <laughs> it was ice to meet you anyway. Uh, Sounds what like was you I froze up. Persuasion? Yes. Uh, ten. Oh my gosh, guys. That was a really low roll. <laughs> guys, this iceberg's gonna commit suicide on us. This is my least favorite sentence I've ever Sacred said. Sacred flame! <laughs> this iceberg... Commit suicide. Do a flip. It in fact launches itself directly at um, Maximus <laughs> and shatters in every direction. Oh, good luck! Dealing ice damage, cold damage cool, to everybody in the number around two. Come on, guys, you can do it. I believe. <laughs> Our skill checks have been. We come across people. a giant sobbing woolly creature it's sobbing because its best friend just committed suicide also this giant woolly creature is a woolly mammoth and it sounds like ray romano <laughs> i can't do ray romano what ray romano. <laughs> i just gotta do curve it, but go deeper <laughs> oh hey <laughs> good enough good enough. i'm half yeti and half uh Woolly man, <laughs> but my friend died, and it's real sad. Listen here, kid. I'm doing Ray Romano mixed with Boom Boom now. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you just, ruined it. Just do Ray Romano. Hard, bro. <laughs> All right, listen here, kid. Life is hard, but you can get new friends. Like I've gotten many, many wives and children and friends. You can move on. This is not the end. Can I roll an animal handling for that? <laughs> Sure. <laughs> I am. It answers back to you. Wow, that life sounds really good. <laughs> you can have it too. I'm trying to get a sitcom based on my life. That was a wow. 24. That's how you play the game, guys. What is it? 24. God fucking damn. <laughs> this woolly mammoth disappears suddenly in front of you, and you know it is now the star of Ice Age. <laughs> 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 I can't wait to take my kids to the first one and then really angrily take them to the next six. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Work. All right, so your harrowing trials through this area. Don't look disapprovingly at you... me. Sorry. Keep going. <laughs> Lead you to a low hillock with a large hobbit hole style gate cut into the earth on one side that is angled so it leads away from the center of the hill. A group of five creatures sit around a fire. In front of it, they range from very large, like oversized, to very diminutive. The fire seems to have like a squirrel roasting over <laughs> it or something. You see this in the distance. You know, I either want to be their best friend or stab them. 
I'm not sure which. This place, I can't really tell. What do they look like? Or are they so far uh, away that we can't tell? Do you guys want to check them out from the distance? Or do you want to just get closer? Peel our eyeballs at them. Yeah, we got, yeah. We got a cart full of goods, I'd say, from the distance. Okay, yeah. Alright, everybody roll perception. Ooh, somebody's good there. Somebody will succeed. Uh, 19. 420. 13. 6. By 420, I mean 12. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So, whoever rolled a 19 sees that there is one dwarf, one orc, one kobold, one goblin, and one ogre. Not to be racist. They all, <laughs> they all walk into a bar. No. Uh, they all look pretty frazzled like they've been awake for days guys i see a group of dwarves uh, <laughs> one's quite bigger than the other it might be one of those what do they call those uh, high dwarf i don't know it's <laughs> <laughs> right, racist give, give me one second guys i got this okay dragoon's not a racist he's just a very dwarf. sheltered. <laughs> so everything that's not a dragoon is a dwarf? Yeah. <laughs> he heard stories that there were dwarves out there, and now he just assumes everything is a dwarf. <laughs> I'm going to approach, approach with my rustic oh, hospitality, meaning people like me, which is like the best effect Coming in D&D. <laughs> it says people. Friend. I think that was it says stories. people. <laughs> and this is my favorite effect in D&D, because it's only three words. <laughs> it's longer than that, I sure did. Don't worry about it. People like me. <laughs> oh, no! Farmers. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to try to approach them calmly. Starting Using my rustic oh, hospitality. St- all marching behind Boom Boom, hoping that his hospitality is contagious. <laughs> bullshit and I'm, going to, and I'm going to be sauntering like a cowboy. The weakest level zero all right, feature. All bow-legged. Yes, and like arm swinging. And I'm going to come up as friendly as I can while wearing handcuffs. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. And angry. <laughs> Wait, we still haven't uncunt- uncuffed you? No. No. We'll oh, get to did it. you? So, yes, okay. I will approach and So, say... you guys approach. I want uh, Boom Boom to roll a performance for how cowboy he walks up to his <laughs> yeah. boy. That'd be a one. Not a natural one. <laughs> it's a two minus one. <laughs> Howdy. <laughs> <laughs> like two words for you. Yeehaw! Buongiorno! <laughs> Hello, fellow adventurers. This... I am also a rootin' tootin' darn bad muffin like yourself. <laughs> muffin? <laughs> These, this group of ne'er-do-wells looks up at you and starts to retreat to the other side of the fire. The ogre remembering that there's a squirrel on the fire and grabbing that and holding it jealously behind his back. The dwarf comes to meet you. You can see that his gray skin and red eyes mark him as a Durgar. You said... The underground... Dragoon, did... The deep Dragoon, did you say these are all dwarves? I'm seeing one dwarf. Do we need to... You're a dwarf too, right? Oh boy, we have some stuff to talk about. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it, it, I'll I'll try to uh, hello. He responds in dwarven. Oh shit! You guys don't look like you belong here. 
What do we look like? I say in Dwarven. You look yep. like people who might get hurt going in here. No, no, I, I can take good care of myself. But while I'm doing it, I'm accidentally holding up my hands and showing that I have all all these fingers gone. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at the hand with some respect and nods, putting up his own hand where he's missing a, f- a pinky. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Finger brother, I take I take his hand and like our slots cover each other. That was just he, as he's doing the man shake with you. He says, "Beardo, what's your name?" Benson Boom Boom Boulderbreaker. <laughs> what's yours? Beardo. We got but we both got beer B names. It's great. That's a stellar name. Um, so, what brings you out here, friend? Well, we're the, uh... Shit, these guys have a name. Uh... Sometimes heroes? (laughs) 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 Oh, no. (laughs) Are you playing as your PCs right now? They might be offended by that. Are we gonna... Nah. (laughs) (laughs) The... He says... We're the, uh, guardians of the fiery gate. Oh. Fire? This is our well, job. You don't even understand that, because it's a dwarven. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. He just saw me being this very... Is this what Nomen fr- sounds like? <laughs> he nah, saw me... it's a little bit more intricate and small sounding. That's very impressive for a dwarf to know that. I respect that. <laughs> okay, listen. Okay, listen. <laughs> 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 The dwarf switches over to common, so the rest of your party can. Oh, thank God! No need for that. The name name doesn't translate very well to dwarven. We're gonna do some sensitivity training. (laughs) All we hear is. Like watching Spanish television. (laughs) Um. Okay, pal, best friend. Who is probably entranced by my rustic hospitality. (laughs) I am indeed. How did you know? (laughs) Um, Why are you guarding the fire gate? It's a hell mouth. It's like super evil. I have a unique request. As hand buddies. Okay, shoot. We need to throw away some paperwork. (laughs) <laughs> and the most environmentally safe way is obviously burning. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to roll a persuade on this? As he strokes his beard thoughtfully. You know, um this dwarf is more of an animal. I would argue this is an animal. <laughs> <laughs> nah. That'd be a five. <laughs> Anyone want to fight him? (laughs) (laughs) He stops stroking his beard and says, Well, I've got to warn you. The uh, demon that's locked away down there really doesn't like people. So I would say if you got paperwork, you probably just burn it. Like normal fire. You see, I'm not people. I'm a dwarf like you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I like burning things with fire. Are you saying dwarves can't burn things with fire? But you said people. He doesn't like people. I thought they burnt things with rocks. I didn't say humans. <laughs> I said people. Dragoon. We're people. 
<laughs> just because you dumb money. <laughs> Birthdays with an ox. It's ancient dwarven magic. <laughs> okay. All right. Hold on. Let me go and talk back with my party real quick. Um, why don't you reconvene with your friends? Uh, oh, wait. Real quick. I uh, go for a hug. <laughs> <laughs> He gives you the uh, one. I would like to slide a hand to put a lit stick of dynamite in his back pocket. Back to his party. <laughs> Don't. Oh, no. Okay. Hang on. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Let me block the wind a little bit. <laughs> I'm an explosives expert. <laughs> <laughs> expert. We are in this wacky plane. Your rustic hospitality is really seven. coming in for the game. Hey, how about that murder? <laughs> Guys, I feel I feel like this is where this is going. All right, real quick, he's gonna oh, make a counter God. roll. Poorly with your massive dark vision and all your perception bonuses. You see, all of you see this as the does the other group. Is the hug happen where both of them attempt to stick, <laughs> stick the in each other's belt? Oh. <laughs> And then immediately feel it happening and start yanking it out and sort of like throwing it to the ground in the other person's general direction. <laughs> and then scrambling away as oh, either of boy. them explode. Rustic hospitality, gentlemen. <laughs> no, that was your famous dwarven uh, introductory. The dwarf across the way. The dwarf across the way once he. Re- the Duragar across the way once he recovers himself. Just laughs uproariously. That's the most fun I've had in weeks. You're all right. Ah, good dwarven customs. All right, I'm out of ideas. Here's an idea. I brought a bag of jerky with me. You want that? We could. I mean, looks like you guys are eating a single squirrel. I could share some jerky. All right. We would love I'll some give jerky. you the jerky if you let us go to the Hellgate thingy. Oh, I mean, oh. we're not going to stop you. I mean, it's just super dangerous. We're here to, like, a sign, except oh, people never read May I signs. suggest you work on your branding? Yeah, maybe make an actual sign that says, hey, we're not here to kill you, because that looks sort of suspiciously like you're trying to kill each other. But that's, you know what, that's fine. But life is fine right now. I still have a hangover. Let's go to the gate. <laughs> uh, here's, okay. some ju- here's some jerky. I leave have this. fun. Don't piss yeah, off no the promises. demon inside. <laughs> okay, let's 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 get, let's move on. Before we do this, the maybe we oh, should look in the cart at this point. Before we do this, isn't there like some public water source we could maybe pour all this into? <laughs> pour what into? <laughs> all the all the evil goods. <laughs> <laughs> maybe next to an orphanage or a school. Oh yeah, preferably poisoning more people. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Brad. All right. So the group of guardians of the fire gate in front of you, the Duragar reconvenes with his ragtag group, and they nod, and the ogre comes over to you, hand outstretched, and says, Jerky. But the rest of them go and open up the gate, which requires a lot of locks and lifting of various boards to keep something in. <laughs> Decent of them. Yeah, give him jerky. It's fine. Let's go. <laughs> the ogre raises both fists into the air, pumping them. 
Jerky! <laughs> I understand this character, at least. <laughs> Next to me on a spiritual level. Cool. So you guys drag your cart inside, or do you are you looking inside and checking it? Maybe we should get beyond the closed door first. Yeah, sure. I doubt these guys would care either way. <laughs> We're getting possessed by a ghost witch either way, so might as well get it over. <laughs> you guys want no to you guys want to check it out or uh let's, you... let's crack open these goods. Alright, yeah. I'll, I'll let you Okay, I'll so let as you guys it. It's much easier to kill a possessed bard than the possessed rogue. <laughs> True story. As you fade into the darkness to harass them for the rest of the campaign. <laughs> um so you guys Pull in the cart past the little gate into the mountain, into the hillock. Your cart barely fits through the entrance, and you see a smooth path path descending in front of you, which curves ever so slightly. The horse spooks a little bit, but calms down after a moment, and the gate slides closed behind you with a reverberating thump. So somebody busts out a torch and... A crowbar and starts opening these boxes. Yeah, I'll do that. Dragons do it. <laughs> I'll do it with a twiddling finger. <laughs> okay, as you look underneath the canvas, there is uh, numerous crates, one barrel, and a unattended <laughs> accounting book with blood dripping quills. <laughs> you know, I think I would have noticed that it was dripping blood by now. <laughs> I thought that was me. It's, <laughs> it's weird. Whenever you wrote red numbers for negative expenditures, they suddenly turned black. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> no wonder I've been so lightheaded recently. <laughs> All right, dragoon. I am interested in the barrel. Cracked. All right. The way you open a barrel is you tap it. You create a little hole so whatever is inside can pour out. Okay. You. <laughs> this is where I die. <laughs> You tap the barrel, out comes a light, wispy, white smoke, which resolves into the shape of a specter with a crown, who lifts one big bony finger forward and says, Betrayers! (laughs) Before looking around, kind of confused. (laughs) Betrayers? Hey guys, this is the DM Clark. Thank you for listening to The Visitors of Renob, Episode 4, featuring James from the Sometimes Heroes Podcast. This is a two-part episode. We just had so much content that we couldn't cram it all into one episode, so feel free to listen to it all right now and go straight to the next episode, which should be released right away at legionofrenob.com. Also, don't forget to check out James at the Sometimes Heroes Podcast. Alright, see you next episode. Bye.